0: What are these white people doing here? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host Adam Porteous and we're back again with Matt Smith.
1: Hey everybody, how's it going this week? I'm uh, still pulling up all the shit I need uh, (laughs) here on my end of the spectrum. We got Uh,
0: stuff to talk about,
1: as always. We do. Two uh, big new releases, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one did not necessarily tear up the box office, but <laughs> it's definitely worth talking about. Yep. Um, and uh, some other stuff in store too. Yeah, We're so make it's up for like our slackness the last couple th- weeks. This
0: is true. We got we'll we'll have some things, and uh, and I, I I've got an interesting uh, story about uh, a television, and we'll talk about that too. Uh, so let's get into... Oh, wh- by the way, we're reviewing The Boss and Hardcore Henry today. Those are first, Those are uh, two big uh, new release uh, reviews. And uh, guess what? You Let's let's see if you might find some other stuff. Matt, what do you got? Well, As, I saw two other I, oh, movies goes. this week. Um, <laughs> I thought the second you started talking Skype almost like it hiccuped a bit. I'm just like, son of a fucking bitch. We get two seconds in. That would be our fucking luck, right? That's about how we work here. We're just like, well, uh. I think... Uh, mm, <laughs> nothing. Go ahead.
1: Well, uh, so first off, I want to talk about the new Mike Flanagan film, Hush, um,
0: not based on the Jim Lee Scott Loeb or Jeff Loeb story, or was it? Or, no. Yeah, Jeff Loeb.
1: And and not uh, not in any way related to the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow Jessica Lange movie, no. which which is also quite good, but uh, you know, not related to that at all.
0: True. Okay, so. So Not this movie things, is uh,
1: the new film from director Mike Flanagan, who uh, horror fans will know from the previous films he's done, um, Absentia in 2011 and uh, Oculus a couple years back,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that I believe I talked about on this show
0: I think uh, back in
1: 2014, I think.
0: Makes I, it, it rings a bell.
1: Or 2013. Uh, anyway. Whatever um, the hell that was. Well, whatever. In any case, this is the same guy, right? Uh, co-written. Uh, with uh, the star of this uh, movie, Kate Siegel. Um, and basically what what it is is a, uh, a, a spin on the home invasion uh, thriller horror film.
0: Which we're about um, to get a third uh, purge this year, what, next month.
1: Yeah, uh, although those films have increasingly moved away from home invasion, right? Like now those movies are all about the expansiveness of what's going on outside of the home.
0: <laughs> I never saw um, past the first, and I'll be frank.
1: Well, uh, before we do the the third film, do yourself a favor and check out the second one, sir.
0: I mean, it was uh, one of those ones that I just didn't get around to. I kind of wanted to see it. I mean, because uh-huh. like I'd, I'd, I'd seen the first one. I saw the first one in theater, and I was just like, eh. I mean, I, li- I liked most of it, but it was just kind of was missing a little that, extra that something. That was the
1: same for me. Like uh, I felt like it was a little too enclosed, right? Yeah, well,
0: even that can work, second though. One, but
1: it's just, it, yeah, mm. but, but with the with the story being like, the night is chaos for
0: everything, but yeah, I mean, maybe this, maybe that, maybe should have been a but sequel, the, like the sequel where we the, go so into just one location. One, I guess right, I mean, that would be an and interesting. So the second idea.
1: one is like much more expansive. It basically takes place outside the entire night, and then this third one looks like it's going to be similar. um Now, is Frank Grillo's character is he, he ain't
0: in the he ain't in the second one? Is he? uh yeah
1: okay that's i was just i was yeah, trying to make a correlation by
0: in. looking at i much just like i'm like maybe this is a thing maybe that's from the past movie i didn't know
1: yeah that's what he that's what he, like when he references a, a few years back in the trailer mm-hmm. he's talking about the events that take I, place I put
0: that i i was like well i think that's my guess is that's what it would be referencing so yeah so, i do need to see it just to, if nothing so else. anyway
1: uh, back to this movie that's not the purge <laughs> true uh, <laughs> um, we, we go about um, we go about the way we go about things here indeed uh, so this one uh, is a is a really actually effective spin I think on this uh, kind of tired subgenre. Um, Kate Siegel plays a woman who's home alone. Uh, she um, is stalked by a guy who is basically toying with her. Uh, she knows he's there um, because very early on she is uh, it, she encounters him. Um, And basically, the setup is he's going to fool around until she's so ready to die, she asks him to come in. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the spin is she is a deaf mute due to an illness earlier in her life. And so she cannot hear. She cannot speak. Um, So, like, calling 911 is pretty much out of the question, right? Right. Um, Do some uh, without without Skype tap, and tap, video tap, tap, uh, tap. like FaceTime. She's basically ineffective at communicating,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it sets up a lot of really creepy sequences, as you might imagine. Um, I I really like it. I don't want to talk too much about it because there are some surprises in it. Uh, that I think are worthwhile. Uh, the reason that I'm doing this one, uh, kind of lumping it all in with new releases is it did just come out this week. It is a uh, new film that Netflix picked up, um, the distribution rights for uh, on home video. I don't I think it may have played some festivals. But uh, it's not been, like, released theatrically. It's just something that Netflix picked up, and uh, it's available on there. So go and check it out if you're here in the U.S. I don't know the U.K. situation with it, unfortunately.
0: it under the border.
1: Yeah. Um, but probably <laughs> widely available online at this point if you're in the U.K. and so inclined. Yeah. Uh, um, the other movie that I watched this week, new release... Is uh, finally got around. It's been out for a couple of weeks here. Uh, the new Jeff Nichols film, Midnight Special, mm,
0: not quite here, just in Charlotte just yet. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping this week. I, I hope. I, it tell makes tell me
1: I sense. should. Tell well, me I should hope. Actually, <laughs> you should hope. Uh, so I'm a big fan of Jeff Nichols, right? Uh, I don't know uh, what you've seen by him, uh, but uh, you know, I, he, he, a couple years back, his big movie, uh, kind of the biggest one he's made, is uh, Take Shelter, which I thoroughly uh, enjoyed. And then Mud with Matthew McConaughey, also thoroughly enjoyed um, on Blu-ray. And before concertina. both of those, he made a his first uh, his first feature with uh, Michael Shannon called Shotgun Stories. And yeah. all of his uh, films kind of deal with father son relationships, um, whether it's like actual fathers and sons, or in the case of Mud, like surrogate father son relationships, right. um, and kind of issues of spirituality and insanity. And uh, this one's not really any different, except he makes uh, kind of a straight-up serious sci-fi movie. Because um, that was so- like
0: when when I saw the trailer initially, it was just like, "Oh, sweet, another Jeff Nichols film." And then when you know you would see the super sci-fi elements, you're like, "Okay, this is nothing like he's done before." Well, I mean, right. not well. Per- I mean, one could argue another movie, but we won't go into that. But nah.
1: right. I mean, but not to this level, probably- of course. Right. This movie's probably most similar, I would say, to Take Shelter in that regard. Right. Um, But here, it's kind of, uh, it's all legit, right? Like, it's not a question of uh, insanity, really. Uh, You see very early on that this uh, child is capable of very strange things. Um, So the basic plot is that uh, this kid, Alton, um, played really well, by the way, by... uh, Uh, I think his name is Jaden Lieber here, or it might have been Yaden. But uh, anyway, this kid is fantastic. Um, Like, one of the best kid actors I think I've seen in anything recently. Which is saying a whole heck of a lot, because child actors have really been on their game lately, I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe just casting directors are finally getting over, like, let's not just go for cute.
0: Maybe they should, uh, what's it called, know how to act.
1: Yeah, or, you know... Read a line differently, or something, right? Um, give give some sort of performance. Um, least, I mean, at least do a, there, effective
0: line readings with them.
1: Well, you know, for a while there, I was like longing for the heyday of Mara Wilson, right? Like Mara Wilson was a great child actress. She was really, really good in a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and cute, uh, which is you know why she was so ubiquitous uh, in the '90s. Oh yeah. But uh, kind of after that, there was this lull, right? It was what like what the hell happened to her? Uh, she's online. She doesn't act very much anymore. She occasionally is in uh, uh, another podcast, actually. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale, a very popular podcast. Yeah,
0: I've I've, I've heard people enjoy that. I've never listened myself. Um, but...
1: So she's she's occasionally on that, huh. uh, and she basically like writes uh, now. Interesting. Um, okay. She doesn't really act anymore. I to uh, but she's on Jenny Twitter, DeVito and she's a good follow on Twitter. So uh, have at it. Uh-huh. Um, it's at Mara Writes stuff. In any case, uh, like after her kind of heyday period, there was a there was a lull in child actors. I feel like, like uh, kind of Jake Lloyd through like 2008 or so, right? <laughs> and and then um, like
0: the and then the ones that we got that were kind of like, well, did you have a Jaden Smith?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, right. Uh, it's like, well, well, thank, thanks. I guess. Um, But, but, like, between this kid and uh, the kid from uh, Room, uh, everybody's uh, favorite uh, little kid these days, um, and, you know, a handful of others, uh, some of whom are now, like, teen actors and adult actors, but, you know, in the past 10 years, there's been some really good... Performances out of uh, child actors. I anyway, remember. there was something kid. I
0: saw recently where it was just like, and I forget what it was, but I mean, they're, they're I mean, you're right. It's just the more I think about, it, the more I'm like, you know, every time you'll see some of these kids, man, they're not just central casting pieces of shit. They're in there and yeah. just going, damn. Hmm.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. It's like watching a bunch of Jackie Earl haley's up in the smother. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. Um,
0: and They're all smoking and riding a motorcycle.
1: <laughs> indeed. Uh, so anyway the so it's its basic plot is Michael Shannon's on run with his uh, son uh, who he's stolen away from this uh, cult that uh, takes uh, his fits as they called him uh, as scripture uh-huh. uh, as direct transmission from uh, from God or you know some kind of uh, otherworldly figure
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um it already and, sounds
0: interesting. I'm 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 already in.
1: <laughs> and and so they're on the run from this, and then the federal government uh, becomes involved uh, because they're trying to figure out why this kid is intercepting uh, uh, data transmissions of like intelligence information. Hmm. Uh, and and that's coming out as scripture in this cult, right? Oh um and so they like raid the cult and they're trying to figure out wh- how this kid knows this stuff uh well it turns out that uh like there's some weird shit going on with this kid uh <laughs> he can uh beam huge uh uh projections of light out of his eyes uh that can give people visions uh he doesn't uh, and because he's sensitive to daylight um, they do not allow him out in sunlight. He, he, sleeps during the day and then, uh, they're on the run at night basically. Nice. Um, and, and it's got a really good supporting cast. So like Adam drivers up in this as a, as an NSA agent, um, Sam Shepard plays the leader of the cult, uh, Kirsten Dunst plays Michael Shannon's wife, um, or, or the boy's mother, uh, I think they're still married. It's never quite clear. It seems like their relationship has been strained by the boy being elsewhere, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Michael Shannon's being assisted on the run by his friend Lucas, played by none other than uh, quickly becoming like a really solid presence in most movies. Despite my uh, earlier hesitancy, Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the- he,
0: like it feels like he's finally like people are just like. Okay, we we you're kind of enough of something that we can let you do what you want to do now.
1: Yeah, and he, and, or and we now think that he's you could do that. that it's like really good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, this is a movie I also don't want to talk too much about the like beyond the basics of the plot, like all of that stuff I just described. Like what's going on with the boy is kind of what you figure out in the first twenty minutes of this movie, so it's not really giving anything away. Um. But uh, I think this one's another, like, right out of the ballpark home run for Jeff Nichols. Uh, the first hour especially, I think, is uh, one of the like, most perfect hours I've seen in a movie in recent memory. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, during the second half, it kind of loses its way, but I feel like it, it just has such big ideas behind it that it like maybe it's okay that it does that in the last half. Um, but the first half is just straight up solid, uh, no frills filmmaking. It's like really amazing. Um, and I gotta say, like, uh, it feels a little bit like Jeff Nichols is finally coming into his own as, as kind of like an heir to Spielbergian father-son drama, mm-hmm. uh, especially now that he's uh, taking on different genres, uh, including science fiction. So we'll see where it goes from here. But uh, this movie is pretty fucking great, and uh, I want to recommend it to people. I'm a little uh, pissed
0: because I'm looking at the thing here. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, when's it? It's, it ain't coming here next week. Damn it!
1: Well. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, good job, soon. Charlotte. Um, hopefully soon, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's worth checking out at any point that you can. Uh, I think, um, and beyond that, I haven't really watched too much, except uh, just today we screened uh, Jurassic World in my film history class Love to talk about movie. uh. New Hollywood, um, or, you know, Hollywood and the New Millennium uh, business structures next week. Uh, So I watched the first half of that film two times in a row today. Uh, And then Monday I'll watch the last half two times in a row. And then
0: you'll shuffle your brain together and it'll all match.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like, it was actually really nice to watch it uh, back to back like that because, uh, holy shit, man, that first half of Jurassic World is uh, like really kind of great it's structured uh, so 20.
0: fucking well.
1: Yeah, it's kind of great at like just making a sequel to that fucking first movie. Yeah. And there are so many references to uh, like how good Jurassic Park is. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's couched in like they're talking about the previous park. Being yeah, cool. but they're still but going, God about- damn
0: it. You know how that movie's fucking amazing, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, like it's, it's been a good experience. Maybe I'll talk about uh, watching the whole thing back to back uh, next week. Oh, very so good. What about you? What you got on the docket?
0: okay um, so I so I'll, I'll start here and say uh, I made an adventure now most people our age you know and you're, you're you know even from I'd say from about early 20s all the way to you know probably late 30s early 40s everybody's dropping TV everybody's going kind of streaming only and uh, Netflix and uh, Hulu and whatnot and uh, I was a guy and I have gone the opposite direction. <laughs> I actually uh, picked up television uh, about a week ago now.
1: You got and, some cable? Uh,
0: got myself some cable mm-hmm. uh, from the old Time one is there. Now, while I will say this, uh, and it may be I got to look out some kinks because at least the one in the, in the living room is going through the Xbox One, so I can kind uh-huh. of control everything with my voice, which I like. Right. Um the picture is it's not up to I like I'm a little bit snobby I guess when it comes to picture quality and stuff and it may be it may be the Xbox I'm gonna do a little bit of AB in this weekend to see if it's whatever it is but it seems a little juddery when it goes and it may also be just need to tweak some settings and stuff but I don't know anyways um so I've been watching some trying to watch different TV and stuff it's one of those things that you know when you don't uh when you have a DVR it's usually just full of shit for you to watch right but when you Definitely. get a brand new one, it's motherfucking empty. <laughs> and then it's right. just like, well, I can well thank God on demand is a thing. You know what I mean? Because oh, remember yeah. when it wasn't? <laughs> yeah. When it's just like you could record and that was it, Jack. This is like, oh, well now you can go back and watch the things that you didn't watch. So um
1: They need those hard ratings numbers. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh so I went, um, I talked to I guess maybe last week or maybe a week even before I had caught up. They'd put like the like I guess what either whatever the pre not not the last season that just went but the season before of it's always sunny and so Uh i'd missed they didn't have obviously the current pre most most previous most recent series that's the way to say it uh but on demand it so I, i plowed through that um you know just some regular impractical jokers it's just it's an interesting experience being able to and I guess, and it's funny because I, I sell internet and television for a living, and I hear people talk about you know on-demand stuff. And, like, you know, I've, I've had on-demand stuff before, but, like, I mean, this is how long it's been since I've really had television. It wasn't super, super prevalent back then. Or, or, mm-hmm. or, or, or was that the right word? That's or, prevalent. Rip. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm like, mm, did I say that right? Uh, <laughs> but, anyway. I believe so. Uh, I'll, well, Rest I, easy. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh but so it it is like i keep hearing so many people just like oh does it have on demand does it have on demand does it have on demand and i never really kind of put together i'm just like well if you got dvr what the fuck do you care it's going to be there and you can fast forward through commercials but on demand really has like it's kind of opened my eyes to just go like wow this is i mean it is essentially a streaming service at that particular point uh Mm -hmm. but it's 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 interesting that way i'd never really kind of uh, but it, the streaming culture that we've come accustomed to with things as such as Netflix, Netflix instant and everything has us going for that particular like, oh, this is in like this department here and I'll go get it as opposed to setting out in advance to go like, hey, I want all of these things, but to go yep. and pick and choose as as you needed. And I, it's just, it was an interesting idea to think about how like as a structure for television that that's kind of moved in that direction. Uh, I don't know, just a little, it's a super nerdy thought, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Uh, so I watched that shit. I feel like I watched some other things, um... <laughs> I feel like I did. Um, so we, I'll, I'll talk about this, we epi- we celebrated HMP's 100th episode on, uh, uh, this week, that was fun.
1: Congrats!
0: So we did something there, and, uh... uh and i can tell you this i picked it up i haven't gotten a chance to watch it but next week you'll hear us talk about uh justice league versus teen titans Ooh. i picked that up so i'm going to watch that and i did pick up also the the uh, uh no i talked about that last week um <laughs> <laughs> so, i feel uh, random television shit so you i mean i can't come on this show and just be like hey guys guess what i watched six episodes of chopped no one gives a fuck <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you could talk about it. Uh, there might be like, someone that gives a fuck. Maybe. Just maybe. see anything good cooked on un- chopped?
0: Mm, nothing no. that really blew my mind.
1: <laughs> that's the problem with that show, I think. Yeah. Is like every once in a while there's something that's really interesting, but it's always like, bah.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't walk away going, "Wow!" <laughs> it's no. just kind of like, ah, well, that was a that was a competition that ended, and, and that guy won.
1: And if I'm going to watch those, uh, like, random box of goodies cooking competition shows, I prefer Cutthroat Kitchen because it's just fucking people up the whole time.
0: That is true. I do enjoy it. Yeah. If you're going to give me an A or. Exactly. If you're going to give me an A, B there, I'll I'll go Cutthroat Kitchen all motherfucking day long. No, don't get me wrong on that. That's that much is that much is definitely true.
1: Now that we've lost our core audience. You guys like uh, cooking
0: shows? Y'all think a barefoot God, Tessa You think that that right. girl's a trick?
1: Two you think we don't watch the fucking Food Network? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> watch the Food Network and come on, just, you know, shut up. Shut up, you. Uh, <laughs> I want to yeah. find out what's on the Oprah network, though. I got it. I looked at my thing today because I, I sat there because, like I said, I, I sell internet and television stuff. And people are constantly asking for the fucking uh, own network. And I'm just like, what the fuck is even on this goddamn thing? And I'm like, I looked at my thing today. And I'm like, oh, I've got, I've got that. I'm going to watch a little bit just to even see what the fuck it is that everybody seems to want. I don't know. I don't have anything to report. I'm just saying that's something I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> well, I, I tell you one show that uh, Chelsea Peretti highly recommends. Okay. And I've watched, and it is kind of addictive because it's so ridiculous, right. that does come on the Oprah Network. Ooh. Is Iyanla Fix My Life, where Ionla Van Zandt, uh, this inspirational speaker,
0: not not little, Co- Latin little Tony Van Zandt
1: No, no, no. It's one one word, Van Zandt. No. <laughs> uh, like, coaches people through problematic periods of their life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it is ridiculous and also highly addictive. Because it's, uh, it's <laughs> not great, but it's like watching um, all the, like, best moments of Oprah, where she's like, Oh. dealing with regular people's problems on you the show you need to get your life together uh huh it's fucking good son <laughs> so, like, okay. so there you go if you and you can make a drinking game out of it just Ooh. Uh, you know, once you watch an episode, you'll understand what a drinking game can be made. I'm not going to give you the hint here.
0: <laughs> very but. good. Very good.
1: But if so. you're interested in that network, that's the one to check out, I think. Everything else is like, <laughs> yeah, this is either a, like a duplicate of something that's on Bravo or Lifetime. Yeah.
0: or uh, like, oh, you syndicated a program. Good for you. Yeah. What do you want? A fucking nickel?
1: Yeah, or you ripped off this program from that other network?
0: Don't, anyway don't tell
1: PayPal. what are, what do we have up first all
0: right so first up we're gonna talk about uh, here's the trailer for uh-huh. the boss
1: we are back with Michelle Darnell, the richest woman in America. Let's talk about you for a second. Great. It's my favorite subject. We came across this tape the other day with your mentor, Ida Marquette. Michelle Darnell's a natural-born cocksucker. Ooh. A motherfucker, a ass wipe, a shit stain, and a sewer rat. <laughs> Fuck face. <laughs> We're great friends. I run your operation. While being a single mom, I deserve a pay raise. You have a child. Yeah. Was that through intercourse? Yes. Somebody fucks you, Claire? You're under arrest for insider trading.
2: Michelle, don't struggle! Son of a bitch!
0: You're bankrupt. All your accounts have been frozen.
2: Claire, get me a new lawyer. You don't have any money, you stupid
0: ginger! You can stay here until you get back on your feet. This morning, I'm meeting with old colleagues. Carl how's that old ball and chain. Pam passed away. That's tough. Nobody here at this table likes you, so thank you very much and goodbye. You know
2: what?
1: I made your careers and Pam was a whore. She fucked her way through the whole IT department. The lowest, weirdest, saddest guys. Go to hell, Michelle. When I get to hell,
2: I'll tell Pam you said hello because she's probably down there fucking IT guys. Michelle, you need to get off the couch. Take Rachel to her Dandelion's meeting.
1: Our troop came in with the $189,000. Holy shit.
2: What is all this?
1: This is my way back. We are going to start a brownie empire. We want some good recruits.
2: What are you looking at? Crystal Del Vecchio. You know the train wrecks always have stripper names.
1: Mariana Gutierrez.
2: She looks Brazilian. That's a
1: deadly bunch. You better run, bitch. Shit. My name is Michelle Darnell, and this is my partner. And I don't mean partner, like girl on girl stuff. What's girl on girl stuff? Something you're going to dabble with in college, but not stick with. That's not, you know? don't tell her. Unless that. you're Hannah. I think it's going to fit you like a glove. All I do is... I'm at the fucking company, Claire. Oh, check this out.
2: What do we say if somebody doesn't want to buy? Uh, my brownies are all fucking kill you. Don't say that, Crystal. Say that, that's perfect. Hey, you guys are losers. Stop my dick, Gigantor. This is where dandelions sell, bitch. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that batch is burnt
0: michelle you have to get out of the bath. oh my god i'm self-tanning i can't see your vagina your pelvic region is the color of curry namaste
2: claire
0: all right first of all whoever edited that trailer you can go straight to hell that's a horribly edited trailer i did not watch it ahead of time clearly
1: I didn't even know that trailer existed.
0: I didn't either. I mean, I've seen a Red Band trailer, but I didn't see that before. But No, me neither. Not it, even the second one. I, th- I thought, oh, I'll just play the Red Band trailer and be the one that you, you, you all see in the fucking theater. No, <laughs> that one sucked. That was horribly edited. Not that this movie is going to blow anybody away. Let's start there. But anyways, here's IMDb plotline. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We are uh, a Titan of industry is sent to prison after she's caught in a uh, caught insider trading. So that's a ter- whoever wrote that. Fuck you. It's it's not right. <laughs> when she emerges ready to re- rebrand herself as America's latest sweetheart, not everyone is not everyone she screwed over is so quick to forgive and forget. Uh this is uh directed by Ben Falcone, also written by him, Steve Mallory and Melissa McCarthy starring Melissa McCarthy and mm-hmm. <laughs> And hold on, eight billion people. Kristen Bell. We got Peter Dinklage in there. You got uh, Kathy Bates. handful of others. Christian Shaw's in there. And Annie really, Mumolo. Annie Mumolo's in it. She's great. Uh, like you know, there's a boatload of people in this damn movie, <laughs> as there should be. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, was this was uh this took a uh, number one spot? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Finally, uh, after two weeks, two Titan weeks. <laughs> Edged out Batman versus Superman.
0: It's funny um, because like I went to like the first show on Friday for this, and I was just like, because and I came eh, maybe fifteen minutes before the show or something, and the like it was at least almost fifty plus percent sold out, and I was uh-huh. like, I was kind of surprised. I was like, wow, this movie's actually gonna make some money, and uh, and I'll say this: uh, walking out, listening to folks, a lot of positive buzz. Um, I'm not going to say this movie is terrible, but I'm not going to say it's amazing either.
1: I think that the movie uh, is very funny, mm-hmm. but it's not great. I, like it, it's it's like not a really well uh, structured movie.
2: Yeah.
1: But but there are a lot of jokes that land well, um, and and jokes from everybody. So right like. If we're thinking about uh, like the previous big success for Melissa McCarthy being Spy, mm-hmm. this is below that sure. uh, on a on a plot or character level, but uh, it it's not too far removed from it as far as like when stuff lands. Mm-hmm. It's really funny.
0: I'd give a little. I'd give an edge to Spy on that.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Which but, I mean,
0: but, overall, if you give me these two movies again, I'll probably watch Spy twice before I watch this one again.
1: I'll I'll agree with that as well, um, but but it works because everybody in the cast has like a good energy with one another,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like
1: like there's nothing bad about watching the people on screen, and so it allows even those structural problems or like the moments that don't quite work to just kind of move on by, and get to the next punchline or the next setup. And just keep going. And it moves at a pretty fast clip. It does slow down a little bit toward the beginning of the third act. But uh, then, like, the third act just becomes completely ridiculous. And there's, like, sword fights and shit. And it's just, what? all right, let's do it, you know? Uh, I didn't hate the movie. I I mostly liked uh, liked a lot of it. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is really funny. Uh, Peter Dinklage uh, kind of redeems uh, what he did last year in uh, <laughs> that Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know who I laughed uh, probably the most at in this uh, was Kristen Schaal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just because I just laugh uh, whenever
0: she's on screen in anything. I love her.
1: I, I love her too. But uh, like between her and Kathy Bates, like those are two very small roles in this film. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of just like she is so. Uh, like, pathetic, like her character, right, Mm -hmm. as this uh, kind of Girl Scout troop leader kind of uh, person who's really all about, uh, you know, the nerdiest parts of uh, the granola (laughs) lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Kathy Bates as, like, Melissa McCarthy's mentor who uh, maybe has a more foul mouth than Melissa McCarthy, uh, which is no small feat in this movie. Um, I will say part of what wins me over every single time about this sort of thing is uh, I think uh, being mean to and cursing around kids nonstop is funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, ever, I have ever since I first saw uh, like the original Bad News Bears years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that shit is funny. Uh, so anytime it's happening, or and like I love when kids.
0: kids pull it, like it, then, then start also doing said cursing and stuff, which is always fun to me too.
1: Yeah. I think that's funny. Uh, I also really appreciate, uh, like, God damn it! who was the, so there are two uh, child actresses in here too, right, uh, that I really like. Uh, first, uh, Cr- Kristen Bell's daughter
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, is really good. Uh, she does not get a lot of laugh lines, but she has really good on-screen rapport with Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Bell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, uh, like, I just really liked Ava Peterson as Crystal, like yeah. this monstrous, preteen girl who uh, just goes <laughs> around, uh, like fucking everybody's shit up or threatening them if they don't, uh, she's buy a girl,
0: Adam would have liked as a kid, but would have <laughs> been like too intimidated to do anything. Cause it's <laughs> but, like, right. I, Hey, she's cute, but she might beat me up. So most, I'm not gonna. <laughs> most people,
1: right. Um, but I don't know, like I have pretty good feelings about this movie. Uh, like, like I said, I'm on board with you. I probably would watch spy two times, uh, before this one again. But uh, I, I enjoyed it while I was watching, and the audience really liked it. Uh, I mean, it's a really kind of mainstream comedy. And for a, for a film that's basically just developed out of a character that Melissa McCarthy did for years uh, at the Groundlings, okay. um, uh, it kind of works as a story. Uh, they came up with something that makes sense for this character, this kind of over-the-top, uh, self-made success, uh, not quite as awful as Donald Trump kind of character.
0: It's like that Susan Workman lady,
1: huh?
0: But yeah. but flashier, but with yeah. but with uh, rappers and stuff. You know <laughs> exactly, right? A little, uh, little action there. Uh, so yeah, would uh, yeah. r- r- recommend.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it? A bad I rag- don't know, bad. Uh, it's, you know, it's a man. Watch it, you know. This is why uh, This is why HMP gets better uh, hits and uh, download rates. We're because, more just uh, like, the hell
0: with this movie. It's so no damn good. We're just like, nah, but, you know.
1: But also over there, you guys are just like, uh, well, this is probably like a like a, a fucking Tim Drake or whatever. <laughs> whatever. And here it's like, well, this isn't quite as good as uh, like Spy, which we really liked. But maybe you hate Spy. I don't fucking
0: know. Uh, if you hate Spy, you'll probably really hate this. I'll say that. More than likely.
1: I I will agree there probably as well. So Um, don't be like that.
0: All right. So here comes up trailer numero dos of the week. Here's the trailer for. I don't know how well this will translate in trailer on on audio podcast form, but fuck you. You signed up for it. Here's the trailer for Hardcore Henry.
2: Hello, Henry. Do you remember how you got here? This next part might hurt. Please? You and I were, we still are. Husband and wife. I love you, Henry. Henry, they want your technology. How would you like the new, you? i shoot. I'll shoot. I'm here to help you. There's a speech module installed. But at least we know you're not deaf.
0: OK, well, the good news is that you're going to live a while. And the bad news is there's an army standing between you
1: and your wife. So let's go get her.
2: Tonight, I'm gonna have myself. Blood in your mouth? Ooh, ooh. Are you gonna stand up and go spill theirs?
0: That was a trailer for Hardcore Henry, our second new release review of the week. Uh, IMDb plotline, a first-person action film from the eyes of Henry, who's uh, resurrected from death with no memory. He must discover his identity and save his wife from a uh, warlord with a plan to bioengineer soldiers. It was uh, written and directed by uh, Ilse, Il- Ilala I can't... Ilia eh, That's pretty that's good. That's not too bad so uh mainly starring uh Charlotte Copley, uh they say Tim Roth, but he's in there for like four seconds you you pretty yeah. much saw his performance in that trailer uh haley Bennett uh and a lot of really kind of Russian names I can't pronounce very well <laughs> and nor shall I try um. Okay, so obviously, if you've seen the trailer for this, you know the whole gimmick. This is a first-person movie. Uh, this is a uh, video game come to life. This is the probably, I would say, the most impressive FMV game ever that at least we don't have to play as far as an FMV game goes. Right. So, yeah, uh, I'd
1: be all right with that.
0: So, yeah, it's like one of those, but you never get to actually play the game <laughs> or, yeah. or have any real interaction with it. Um, yeah, so like like the like the plot said, he kinda wakes up uh in a big uh pool of uh you know, red goo or some, some such nonsense. Liquid of mm-hmm. some sort. I'd say goo is more viscous than what that was. Uh liquid. And uh he sees the lady in front of there and she just goes, Hey, so uh you're this and you look over, a guy's missing his arm, he's missing a bit of his leg there as well. And uh, she goes, Hey, I'm your wife and all this kind of crap, and uh we're gonna put you together and yeah, and then it becomes a video game. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah, and then the story ends. I, I
1: will. I will say. Um, I didn't. I did not dislike this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is entirely one note. Yeah. But I kind of was thinking about this as I was uh, leaving the theater, and I would rank this, if not quality wise, at least uh, like interest wise, right up there with some stuff like Dread and Crank. And um, I I I don't know like those kind of modern action films that maybe people interpret as bad movies. I mean, I know I know people like Crank and I know people like Dread. I do, but they're trying to push at like what we think of as an action film in some stylistic way. Those two movies, Mm -hmm. right? And Hardcore Henry's doing that as well. Um, and and for 90 minutes, I don't think that it's a bad ride. Uh, it's extremely violent, and I get to see him kill a lot of people. Um, and I just get to experience one of my favorite actors uh, on screen constantly as different characters. Playing the same role the same 15 same times. Guy. Um and and for me, it was like, yeah, I'll fucking watch Charlto Copley in first person uh, do his thing uh, and just be like a wide array of absolutely insane fucking characters who are all the same guy. Yeah. That constantly die like they're fucking uh, uh, Kenny from South Park.
0: <laughs> That's like, true. That first one, like the first time you see it and he goes, and I'm just like, is, is this all he did in this damn movie? Were we sold the bill of goods? Was
1: he only in here for literally three minutes? Right. <laughs> and um, then he
0: shows up again. You're like, oh, did he fake that death? And then, then, yeah,
1: and then you're, and then it happens again and again and, again, again. and you're just like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Why are there two of them right now? I don't know. Right? Anyway, um, I think this is an interesting action movie. I'm not going to say it's going to be like a classic or anything but I think that people who are into it will, or like into kind of different types of action movies will be into this. And it didn't do poorly at the box office. I mean, it opened, it opened in fifth, um, which is not too shabby, uh, given like the fact that the top three are all massive, massive hits. Yeah. Um, and it, and it only barely underperformed compared to my big fat Greek wedding too. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, which has been doing well at the box office as well, just not as well as the top three, which were The Boss, Batman, Superman, and Zootopia, right? Right. So, uh, you know, it didn't do poorly. Uh, I think there's an audience for it. I think that people will find it. Um, And I think it's worth a watch if you're into action cinema. Uh, You may hate it. You may hate it, and I will say that uh, outright. Uh, But I'm going to give it a soft recommend of... I found this interesting, and it was entertaining, and I really love Charlotte Copley. Um, and one thing that, uh, that, that this film really cemented uh, for me, I've been talking about this online a little bit. Uh, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, you've probably seen me mention it a couple times. If we're going to keep making sequels to everything and just greenlight whatever the fuck major franchise was, well, can we please get a goddamn sequel to A-Team? Yeah, Please. <laughs> Like like that fucking movie is such a good action movie. Charlton Copley walks away with that fucking thing, which is no uh, small feat given who's in that fucking movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, And I just want more of that shit, man, Joe Carnahan, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Give us an A-Team sequel.
0: What else are you doing? Nothing.
1: I mean it's been <laughs> like what five or six years. Let's just fucking do it. That's not too late. Yeah. five or six years is normal now and then like I mean, we're getting another fucking men in black sequel this year.
0: I mean, and if that doesn't tell you that the world's going to hell...
1: <laughs> to, uh, a, a, a crossover sequel yeah, to another movie that people are like, what? Because so right? yeah, it's going to be Men in Black and 21 Jump Street.
0: I think they said it was M- mi 23
1: MIB 23 Yeah. <laughs> because it was 22 Jump Street last time. Yeah. Get it? Yeah.
0: yeah. 21, 22, 22, Yeah, 23. This would be 23. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Hardcore Henry, though, man. I mean... I'll be honest with you, I mean, it starts up, I'm into it, it is what it is, and it is that video game ride that you're on that you can't control, and it's it's so much like that in so many different ways, yep. um, but uh, like you said, it's one note, and like you mentioned movies like mm-hmm. Crank and stuff like that, and um, I mean, I would love to see what those guys would do with something like this, because it seems very much of that kind of Neville Dean Taylor kind of area for sure. Yeah, um, I think so. And but but the thing is, it's I and I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess the only thing you can point to is it has to be the first person narrative being the thing that also like makes it what it is, absolutely is, but also mm-hmm. is its own detriment.
1: Oh yeah, I think so.
0: Because it is just like okay, I mean, like I get it, I like it, it's it's cool, but at the same time, it's like well, I mean, okay. That is cool. I mean, now, if you put this on my head as like an, uh hardcore Henry Oculus edition, we might start uh-huh. talking. Because that, that would be something. Where it is slapped on your fucking eyeballs and you're just like, and you can kind of at least a little bit sort of look around, you know, left and right. Can touch. You,
1: do you know if you can stream on any of those devices that I like fairly, hook up I to your uh, you can, yeah. like phones and shit? As is my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not try that? I'd do, I'd do it. it. I, I don't even have a phone that connects to that shit. I don't think that yeah. Apple's released anything. But
0: uh, No, there's there's like different headsets that you can buy that are like kind of stuff. I mean I I would I would think that would be interesting. Or or if like um I would put any of the kind of like D box or motion stuff into any of this, like I'd love to have that available just to kind of like just kick it up one more notch because even maybe even that little just kind of (laughs) like where you kind of just toss back and forth every now and then. Well, I mean, I don't know. It might massage me to sleep too. You never know. You know, it depends on how much it's smashing you. Um, But look, it's okay. I wasn't blown away by any stretch of the imagination. The story is pretty uh, thin and, you know, whatever. Uh, And it is just like, and and, and I was listening to it. I was listening to your review and I want to talk to you a little bit about this because I didn't, I mean, of course, and again, I'll be honest. Like I said, I was, fairly bored um i there were a couple you know a couple of big big set pieces you go ooh, this is super sweet and then other times it kind of lulls off a little bit but um i forget where i was going uh i'll, I'll skip the other thing that i was talking about because i totally forgot what it was and, I, and i'll <laughs> jump on this <laughs> okay um what did you think about the oh because it's it's more like i guess it's obviously like the video game sort of stuff and that like like that and everything but I, I I was listening to the slash film cast and I did not see what they saw here. And you tell me you tell me what you think uh, about the whole like what what they at least referred to as if as memory serves. I don't remember right off. I didn't fucking write it down or anything. But uh-huh. the gender politics of this movie. Did you find? Was there anything that leapt out and said that showed it? Matt just like hey, this movie portrays women horribly horribly. The word I believe is more.
1: I mean, it's it's there, right? I mean, look, this movie is ultimately not concerned with women, which always leads to that type of uh, portrayal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, here, like, the only female characters of note are uh, his wife, who we learn... Uh, I'm going to talk spoilers here for a moment, by the way, uh, probably in the next minute or two, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, we learn that his wife... Uh, Is not his wife and is, uh, in fact, the lover of the bad guy Akan, who's Mm -hmm. trying to build this bioengineered army um, and has tricked him into performing all of these acts of violence as a means of implementing, uh, like, memory training, like, sensory training in these soldiers, right?
0: We're going to make them the deadly you kind of. Yeah,
1: so she is, uh, like, already, like, a backstabbing uh, figure. Mm hmm. But really, the only other women in this movie are like the women at the whorehouse, right? Uh, and strip club, right? And yes, there are a couple that come out of there, uh, like as badasses, but there's we spend so little time with them. Uh, I, it's just the film is not concerned with them, and that always leads to, uh, like questionable portrayals at I, most. I
0: I guess but I mean it's so to me I mean they were they they weren't characters so much as they were just window dressing for a scene now which,
1: which is you, the problem
0: and, right? and, okay and f- fair enough but I mean you could have it could have been anybody or anything
1: well that's that true but the fact that it is women is an issue right like maybe like no matter- but if it was dudes it would be the same goddamn thing let's let's gender
0: reverse um, the whole goddamn thing uh-huh. I mean they'd still be as useless and pointless but you know it doesn't i don't care
1: yeah, yeah but but that doesn't go into uh like the actual issue right like yes you could have made a film where the woman was the hard hardcore henrietta or whatever the fuck and then objectified men but that doesn't undo I'm the I'm not trope. even talking about
0: I'm not even talk, I mean take the take the fact that they're you know ladies of the night prop, more than likely uh if if the situation would be what it seems or strippers of some sort uh-huh. um I mean, just take even that that bit away. Just the fact that they're just people. I mean, like, I mean, just take. Okay, so we still yeah, have yeah, hardcore Henry and We have a that's dude That's
1: all there. nice and fine to say, uh, except you can't do that because they're not just people. They are fucking women. They are women.
0: People are people. I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think look, you're making. Durin, uh, you you that. are making a
1: non-argument <laughs> I that, as a refutation for something that is real. Like you're making the equivalent of uh, I don't see race, which is also bullshit. But you're making it to gender, which is also bullshit.
2: Right.
1: You, I mean, like, seriously, the fact that women are in this film, right, and they are only window dressing and have no consequential uh, roles or like portrayals of substance outside of negativity and whores, is a trope that is long ingrained in cinematic history, as well as literature, as well as American culture in general. And that's why the portrayal is negative.
0: Fair, good. This you're is, you're this, right. Is, this is what I wanted to know. I mean, cause like, it, like, cause it didn't hit me. And so, but like, but looking at it from, yeah, no, I mean, I totally get it. Right, that's I think, why I wanted like, you to explain to me. Cause like, I don't like see what other you, people were seeing, but I get that.
1: But that, but that's what other people are seeing. Okay, right? When, fair enough. When, when, when feminists come at a film and, and critique like the portrayal of women, it's not always specifically about that film, but it's about how that film continues to reinforce either by direct action or complete inaction negative stereotypes of gender roles.
0: Okay. No, I right? that. that's,
1: that's what the critique is. Mm-hmm. That's why people uh, were like really excited about Star Wars and were really excited about um, – uh, uh, Mad Max, right and and are really excited about Rogue One is that by advancing the prominence and diversity of roles for women, it actually starts to even a very uneven playing field as far as portrayal goes, gender- wise within you know cinema on the whole, but especially in Hollywood.
0: Matt, I just want to let you know that I know a lot of women. They're a lot of nice people. <laughs> I don't want to say. I'm just saying they're they're many of my closest friends.
1: <laughs> I know the best women. Uh, the best women. They're the, they're the best women. They're fantastic. They're Ask great. any of them. They'll tell you they'll, I understand. They'll tell you they're great.
0: They'll we're, tell you I'm great. It's all we're good. <laughs>
1: Like that sounds like
0: something he would say. We're just
1: like, hey, I know a lot of women. They're there, and they are women. great, the best women, the best. They women. are great. I, I mean, anyone I know, beautiful. they're the best women. They're great. <laughs> uh, anyway, but but like he would be I, the, I, like I, Bush, he would
0: be the worst and best for this country. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. uh But anyway, so that's what like the slash film cast is talking Fair about. Fair enough. I mean,
0: like like, like I stupid. said, I just needed somebody who the, I could understand. Just like it didn't sound like it, when they were. I don't know. They didn't yeah, articulate it well.
1: I, I mean, look, I have to teach this stuff to undergrads, right? So, <laughs>
0: And I'm at least as dumb, well, if not dumber than them. Well, so. it's not
1: that you're dumb. <laughs> it's that, it's that like, uh, unless, you're un- unless you're actually exposed to it right? As, as an idea and the way that it works, uh, you're very uh, cautious about accepting it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and you question it more which I think has a lot to do with a lot of backlash against feminist thought uh, or anti-racist thought in the United States currently, is not so much that like it's trying to actively change and fuck shit up, but it's literally like people just don't even understand the background of where it comes from. It's not about like fucking men are evil or white people are evil or any of that shit, although uh, that's part of it. But it's not about specific individuals. It's always about the system and the broader instance of it right yeah and so and so that's just uh, for anybody listening out there just a great way to think about it it's always about the big picture and uh how that does or does not change mostly does not change over time um and and kind of the struggle of like coming up to some form of equality, right? Uh, So it's problematic in this movie, but uh, I kind of overlooked it mostly because the film itself is just not even concerned with it, which leads to that. And the
0: whole thing is, yeah. And the whole thing is just a giant tongue in cheek kind of thing in and of itself, a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously either.
1: No, not at all. And it's all, and it's entirely a stylistic experiment, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's all it is. I mean, if this were a, a third person action movie, I would be bored. But because it's first person uh, yeah. and, and only 90 minutes, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. If it but doesn't I, I have, have one or the like,
0: other, you know. And I
1: have to say that's kind of the perfect length for this because by 90 minutes in, I was like, all right, I'm about to be like at the breaking point of being able to just sit here and deal with this some more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm going to give it a soft recommend and uh, I don't know, you're probably not. That's fine. <laughs>
0: nah, I mean, I, I mean, like, look, I mean, I'll say, look, I, I will say this. I would probably say go see it in the theater just because I think you do need that big experience uh, to kind of see something like this. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it, it's worth seeing for the experimental factor alone. Now, do I hope we make a ton
1: of these types of movies? No, not really. Like, I, I don't want to see another one like it.
0: Yeah, probably not. I mean, even that would be best.
1: (laughs) You know, uh, what's funny is uh, we already saw portions of a movie like this just this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw that what, two weeks ago in... uh, Two
1: weeks ago in Brothers Grimsby. Yeah. Right? Uh, Kind of beat Hardcore Henry to the punch. Um, (laughs) Which I thought was funny. uh, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so I I don't actually want to see any more movies like this. But uh, it's interesting to watch a full film this way as opposed to how we've gotten in the past with like doom or um
0: see what you need is like th-
1: th- that kinda, sort of shit right
0: what i would say would might be interesting and this is this is i don't know whatever would be like it would be like an oculus movie but like you don't the only thing you you still sit there you don't control anything it still plays out as like say hardcore henry would play right uh-huh. Uh, but you would be able to move your head around as the movie goes on. So you kind of directed the camera if you will.
1: You know you know who does that, except it's not on Oculus, but I hope they fucking uh, like try to release the version. But there is an app for Taylor Swift's blank space music video. Okay? Where you can follow around anywhere in that space as the music video plays out. So you can like follow the butler huh. as he just wanders through the fucking house. Or whatever the fuck. Well, that's cool. Um, which, you know, is a kind of interesting concept. And in the yeah. fact that it's just like, you know, this Taylor so you Swift can kind of go and-
0: anywhere and do anything within the space. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, and, and you just kind of, like, follow whatever you want to do, right? See what's going on when nobody's in that area uh, hmm. as the music video plays out. Um, interesting. And, and anyway, uh, yeah. Like, I'd like to see more stuff like that. It's an interesting thing.
0: So, you know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of uh, uh, Things
1: for movie magic. There's all kinds of ways <laughs> to waste your fucking life.
0: Yeah, throw your <laughs> lives away by watching movies, as we do here on the Film Find every week. Speaking of watching movies every week, <laughs> see that's a hell of a transition. Um, yep. John Favreau's yep. new movie, The Jungle Book, coming out next week.
1: I like. I like that you're calling it John Favreau. I mean, it is John Favreau's new movie, it but is. it is. Also, <laughs> but it is also like. The latest in a string of live-action remakes of Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's two things.
0: That's true. It's called, Hey, We Did That Thing Again that... yeah, Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so we got that coming out, and uh, Criminal with uh, old Kevin Coster there playing Grouchy and McGroucherson. Yeah,
1: fucking Barbershop the Next Cut, motherfucker. I've
0: never seen a Barbershop movie. I don't know that I should watch six Barbershop movies
1: before I go see this one. You don't one. have to watch any of them. I'll tell you now. You can just go watch this one. They're,
0: and you're, they're guys in a barbershop talking?
1: It's yeah. They're basically it's like uh it's like how sequels used to be, where it's just like, well, here's some more of the same shit. <laughs> All the other barber like like barbershop uh was uh so adaptable to just making another one yeah. that uh Queen Latifah was in a barbershop sequel that was not actually called barbershop, it was called Beauty Shop.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that. My God, and they were just like adding add was water the will mix.
1: Same fucking movie, except <laughs> it took place in the beauty shop, as opposed to the barber shop,
0: where they've got different things to say.
1: Yeah, and this one, <laughs> guess what the twist is? You've seen the trailer. You, we bring in the boys and the girls together. Oh! Holler!
2: <laughs> that was white. that was like that was my joe
0: zimmerman impression for those of you who know my friend joe zimmerman famous comedian he's been on television so i'm not just saying the name of my friend uh (laughs) but he is my friend uh but that's like he had a joke way back in the day just like he's like i try to be hood sometimes you know and i just i go say you know be like what's up y'all holla but don't say but the the voice inside my head just goes don't say holla say holler Like so I have this over like this this white man of our voice. just goes, "Don't do that." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, but we ain't, we got we go we might holler at some uh, barbershop three.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna see it.
0: <laughs> oh, I I just like, be the oh, only I white boy in keep, there. I'll do uh, it.
1: I keep wanting to contribute to like uh, Cedric the Entertainer's uh, coffers just just so like someone will put him on screen. Like he's the only thing I've liked in any of the other bars. movies, hey, but let me tell you. <laughs> Boy, young boys be all <laughs> it, it works for me, man. It's really good.
0: Hey guys. A, I want to see him in an Eddie Murphy style project project where he's playing all the characters. <laughs> Yeah. I think I'd watch that. I think hell, I would. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I would.
1: Let, let's just do a movie <laughs> that has a scene like uh, like the barbershop scene in, uh, what is it, Coming to America? Yeah. Let's do that, but the whole barbershop is, instead of the main character of the movie, it's just Cedric the Entertainer playing all the characters in the barbershop. <laughs> and... And it's a barbershop crossover. And there's a
0: barbershop quartet where he's all four <laughs> members. <laughs> uh, I want to see
1: this movie. Can I, you, can I tell you what trailer I finally saw this week and looks What's fucking that? fantastic before we do our end, end all of right, show
0: the music? Is, that sounds like you're going to take more than two minutes. Go.
1: <laughs> it, it's not. You can, you can cue it up. All right. Fucking Elvis and Nixon <laughs> looks so fucking good.
0: It looks like such a ridiculous I am so excited to see it because it just looks like balls fucking crazy weird.
1: Oh yeah. And I am I am excited for that, yeah. Anytime uh Michael Shannon gets to play like coked out Hey man, I'm
0: just gonna play some sound of a weird weirdo in this movie. I hope you don't (laughs) mind. Mike, are you in character? No, man.
1: (laughs) No man, I'm just I'm here.
0: I'm just a little bit I don't know. I got a Kodak fun saver in my pocket. What do you know about
1: it, motherfucker? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Where can we find more of you
0: online, Adam? Uh, com, man. There where you can go in 100th episode and, uh, you know, the Justice League versus Teen Titans in that week, next week and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we had a fun time there. Adam almost cried on that fucking episode. Ooh.
1: Holy shit. Matt, what you got? Uh, I'm at, at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith on Twitter. Follow me there. Do all those
0: things. Join us back here for barbershop Shop and more <laughs> on your barbershop Shop Court uh, weekly. It's <laughs> For Matt Smith, I'm out of Take it easy, everybody. my question to you matt why uh-huh. why was why was this not just like you know like flash gordon where it was just all queen music and stuff going out throughout the entire uh, hardcore harry i would have like oh my god that would have been amazing i don't know i think i'd have gone up another letter grade <laughs> <laughs> even though we don't grade on i'd go up another one just you just know on account of. <laughs> uh, fucking uh
1: queen is having like something of a film uh, soundtrack renaissance lately? I guess uh, it seems to be in like all these different trailers.
0: Ryan may need to get some money now.
1: Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> probably part of it, right? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess uh, he learned that writing uh, academic textbooks not as profitable as uh, licensing rock and roll music.
0: Yeah, you can really make some bank off of that if you're careful. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. So uh um,
0: we didn't talk about it. We talked a little bit about it off air, but man, uh Doctor Strange, dude.
1: Yeah, it looks fucking I'm
0: good. uh I'm 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 ready for that. I
1: can't I, just... d- I do really hope uh that there are some fucking Asians in the movie though. I'm not I'm not gonna say that
0: it's like I'm fairly certain there's at least one that I'm aware
1: well, of. Well yeah, but uh like my understanding is he was like just cast. Uh, pretty late in the game, which indicates to me like he may not be in the movie that much.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they just barely stop shooting.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So <laughs> um, it's just like if if you go to Tibet as a setting in your movie and there aren't fucking Asians in there, maybe you got some. Oh, yeah, you know,
0: what are these white people doing here? <laughs> None well, of your like, business.
1: Well, it's like already I see Tilda Swinton and I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. I know you're the ancient one, and that was also a dude, but also, wait a minute. <laughs> Shaving your head don't make you Asian.
0: <laughs> what
1: if that was the rules? <laughs> Officer, uh, he had
0: a shaved head, clearly an Asian.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just looked like a neo-Nazi to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you say like
1: neo-Nazi, it. I see an
0: Asian. That's just you me.
1: You see an Asian, I see Michael Jordan. You don't it's know. A- <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Look at all the Asians Pat's on that basketball Patrick court. Patrick Stewart's been playing an Asian since the '80s. He did
0: play that from high school. We all know. Pat woke up when he was 18 years old, and it just was just all gone. You're like, what the fuck happened here? God damn it! Uh, <laughs> or what if it was like it's either it either probably would like all go at once, or would it like go off to when he's like 15? He's like got like a 35 year old man's like balding head where he's just like and then by but by the time that you're 18 it's 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 all gone. Does it, uh, either, uh, it either 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 it falls out all at once like he saw a ghost. <laughs> and then it just all <laughs> fell out.
1: <laughs> that would be the greatest. That's the greatest idea of how that's how Patrick Stewart lost all
0: of his hair. <laughs> at 18 years old he saw a ghost and that shit just fell out and never grew back.
1: It's probably true. <laughs>
2: this is stupid. It's probably
1: true, uh, but that trailer looks really good. Uh, I'm excited. Ta- Talked about it like uh, I do really hope there's more psychedelia in it. Uh, I, I, mean, I feel that's what
0: because that's what because that's what everybody said when you know um, when Ant Man went into uh, the what not not Phantom Zone. That's not right.
1: No, the when he when he went uh, subatomic subatomic.
0: That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, uh-huh.
1: I'm not, I'm not, there's a terminology
0: I'm not using. Yes. Uh, when he went subatomic and everything, that was because uh, like the guys at Marvel had said like. Hey man, this is a sprinkling of what you're kind of kind of get in uh, in Doctor Strange. So I was just like, oh, sweet.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, like I, I I guarantee that it goes uh, full on Ditko in there. Um, I've read some uh, things online uh, about people who know people mm-hmm. who are working on the visual effects for that movie, saying that there is definitely at least one scene uh, that functions like an acid trip that nice. Strange goes on. Uh, where everything's like fucking loopy colors and Steve Ditko style uh, bullshit. Very nice. Um, so I'm hoping that's true and not just like a layer of made up fucking Reddit cum that uh, gets disseminated around the internet yeah, like it's fucking same. reality. That's
0: what the internet does, my friend. That is what oh, I, I know. Does.
1: That's why I said I hope it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I know, I know what the likelihood is. <laughs> F- I'm just, fitty, fitty.
0: <laughs> might be, might not be. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: anyway, so uh, I don't know. It looks good. I think uh, people are going to deliver. Benedict Cumberbun, Cumberbun looks uh, fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, and uh, it's... And that,
1: gonna... just that fucking glimpse of the flowing cape going up the stairs. Oh, come on. It was, it was like, God damn it, can I get a I'm... full frontal in this? This is like the worst porn ever. I am
0: just... <laughs> I am just sitting here, and it's like I woke up this morning because I taped it uh, on my DVR because uh, <laughs> I was just like – because I actually saw it, and I was just like, oh, shit, I'm going to tape that because I'm going to be asleep when it's on. But I watched tra- I got up and watched the trailer that was on Jimmy Kimmel uh, uh, this morning and everything, and I just I sat back for half a second just like, we are in a world right now where this November we're going to get a motherfucking Doctor Strange movie. In any point in your life, when was that ever a thought that of some, that, that shit could ever happen?
1: Uh, Never. Well, I mean, a while back. I
0: mean, 1978, <laughs> but I mean, that was made for TV and it was supposed to be an intro to a series. Uh, yeah, com, And it's great. In the worst of ways. <laughs> In the worst of ways. It, uh, so I, I'll like say the this.
1: It's porn without sex that fucking- That's,
0: That is true. It is a Harry Reams-looking <laughs> motherfucker plays Doctor Strange.
1: <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I've, yeah. I've got to run.
0: All right. And then i got to edit this well, thing. Uh, so we'll
1: so. hang out next week, guys. Come and join us.
0: We'll talk to you then, everybody. <laughs>